guess what? It's time for Making Kayfabe with your hosts, Bryce and Dylan. Hello and welcome to a super secret, super important edition of Making Kayfabe, the comedy and writing podcast where your two boys, Bryce and Dylan, rebook some of wrestling's biggest what-ifs. My name is Bryce, and I'm not going to be able to hide the subjects of this episode back for much longer. Uh, that's because A, if you downloaded this episode, the clue is probably in the name, and uh, B, we are literally recording it now, so there's only so much stalling that I can do. So I've kept the subject of this episode secret from Dylan for a long, long time now, and I guess it's time to finally reveal what I'm going to be fantasy booking today. So without further ado... How are you, Dylan? You okay? I'm very good. How are you, Bryce? Do you want to talk yeah. about something else for the next yeah. 20 minutes? What do you want to write? So, yeah, like, just really build up the suspense. Yeah. Who's your yeah. favorite character in DuckTales? In DuckTales? Oh, man. Uh, the, the the theme music. Uh, I'll accept that. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Does that count? That's like the best TV show intro ever. It's so good. Duck I love Tales. DuckTales. Yeah. <laughs> It's so anyway. oh, oh, we, oh, I had more to say, but no, let's let's talk about wrestling instead. <laughs> okay, like I won't, I won't leave you waiting any longer. Then, um, so oh yeah, for the th- record, for the record, I legit have no idea. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw we were playing this up on the Twitter page. I have no idea what Bryce is about to tell me. This is <laughs> right, so you guys are hearing it like as soon as I hear it too. That's it's amazing. So here we go. <laughs> Well, tell you what, so I want to ask you, like, based on the clues I've put out on Twitter, like, do you have any guesses for what storyline I'm doing today? Well, I thought I had a couple. You know, I was hmm. trying to think of some really big things that happened in the WWE that were really stupid. Hmm. For example, the Hell in a Cell match against, I think it was, was the Hell in a Cell? The Fiend versus Seth yeah, Rollins? Yeah, ended in DQ, yeah. I hated every <laughs> inch of that. That, oh boy. But then... <laughs> Um, last year, whenever Braun Strowman drowned, Braun I don't Strowman think drowned. It, yeah, enough. I don't think enough people are talking about that. It was he had a fight with Bray Wyatt, the, again the fiend, the fucking fiend man, <laughs> and um, they went to the fiend's compound or house or whatever in the swamps, and the match ended by Bray Wyatt drowning Braun Strowman. Did that actually it, happen? Yes, in the swamp. That's how. That's legit how the pay-per-view ended with like oh the, a shot of the swamp, and you don't see Braun Strowman coming up again. And then <laughs> two weeks later, <laughs> oh, here's Braun Strowman again. Oh my again. god, here he is. He's okay now. Yeah. I was thinking about uh, <laughs> Seth Rollins taking out Rey Mysterio's eye. Oh yeah, and, yeah that's a good one. And Alistair Black's. Yeah. Yeah, uh, both both of whom seem to have their eyes again. They do. They yeah. have cybernetic eyes. One can only imagine. Yeah. yeah. Stuff like um, Nia Jax. <laughs> just Nia Jax. <laughs> just straight up Nia Jax. <laughs> so many stupid things had happened that I find it... Because you were like, I'll narrow it down the last five years. And I'm like, dude, you've seen the <laughs> amount of dumb things that WWE has done in the past <laughs> one year? <laughs> you know? Yeah, one month. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Good God. They've had four Hell in a Cells in like one weekend. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. So they have as well. Like, that's absolutely crazy. So well, anyway, yes. it's 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 not those. It's, Roman it's, Reigns turning into a car. It's not Roman Reigns turning into a car either. So then you know, it's was, none of those things. And I have no like, uh, no, we got a lot of guesses on Twitter from from very very awesome people, but nobody got the right answer. And it kind of it surprised me to an extent because this one is kind of glaringly obvious in my mind. So anyway, so I'm gonna. It's time to reveal it. So 
the much anticipated, much hyped episode of Making Kayfabe, which is the the seventh episode of season four in the year 2021, of which it is June, where the weather in the UK today has been fairly sunny and really uh, it's been shy it's, over here, dude. I'll, yeah, let me tell you about the weather. Yeah. Bryce, let me tell you about the weather over here for a long time. <laughs> The best, the best part is I'm literally only doing this to fuck with you at this stage because the listeners, the listeners know. <laughs> I have no, I have no idea. Like, <laughs> I fucking rebel with this. They can see the artwork. They can read the title. I have still okay. Answer me this: Does it have anything to do with Stevie Richards? Oh, it doesn't. It doesn't. Well, you're losing me, dude. Why, better, why, are we, why are we even fucking here? This a bit better be pretty good, man. <laughs> Okay, right, I'm going to reveal it. So, ladies and gentlemen, and Dylan, today I am going to rebook the fallout of the zombie lumberjack match between The Miz and Damien Priest at WrestleMania Backlash. Are you really? Is that actually what you're doing? Yes. Are you... you oh. <laughs> you know I was not a big fan of this entire angle. Yep. Yep. I uh, was very, uh, very, I mean, you know, the Miz died. That's a plus, but I have a feeling he's going to be back on TV, which is a negative. And there were zombies, which I took to be a negative. The whole thing. I, no, I didn't have a good time with that price. Well, that, that's why we're here. That's why we turn a negative into a positive and making kayfabe. And that's exactly what we're going to go to do today. We're going to make this zombie lumberjack match a good storyline. I, okay. Are you skeptical? incredibly and that this is nothing to do with you this, again like how many times have you brought something to, to me and said i can make this work i mean again the fucking original ecw zombie i was gonna say i've got experience in this you got, <laughs> dude, I've, I've, I've seen this before don't worry about it well that's the thing i've noticed you love zombies you love talking about zombies and now zombies are turning up in the wrestling has this got something to do with you are you working for the wwe <laughs> It might be. I'm just pitching zombies to Vincent Man. Like, you know, it's every storyline. Like, you should probably add some zombies to that, you know? Mm-hmm. And that one time he's like, all right. Is, isn't it crazy, though, that, like, literally, like, this is only our, this is our 41st episode, and this is only our second zombie rebooking. Like, you'd that think is, at least half of them would be zombie-related, right? I, th- I thought, yeah, roughly about half, at least a third, right? You know, hmm. a fair hmm. number would be, would have some kind of zombie action in hmm. it, you know? Hmm. But hey, you swerved everybody once again. That's it. I'll always be swerving. That, that's what they say here in the show, making kayfabe. That's what Business Bryce says. That's what Business Bryce says. So, so the, the kayfabe community, they're obviously, they were also kept in the dark about this until we've recorded the episode, which is right now. So, you know, we don't actually have any comments from the listeners about the zombie lumberjack match this week. So, let, uh-huh. let's just assume that they all said, you know, hey, that zombie lumberjack match sucked. I hope making kayfabe make it better. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, that's yep, that pretty much what they say, right? right? Yep. Yeah, cool. But yeah, in all seriousness, though, like I, I think we generally broke a record for guesses as to what the episode is this week. Uh, so many of you awesome folk put your guesses in the clues. The clues were pretty vague, to be fair, and nobody guessed the correct answer. But I won't lie, there were some really interesting suggestions in the, from the incorrect guesses, which we'll probably cover at some point in making kayfabe. And so in place of the KFAB community comments this week, I'm going to briefly attempt to shout out everyone who guessed, just as a thank you for being awesome. And I do apologise if I missed anybody out, but let's see. So in the order that Twitter and Instagram's funky algorithm uh, display them, 
Packer P, Dylan Hendry, Athletic Sports, Chris Johnson, Ted to Hillbilly Hill, Nathan Blair, Midwest, Sweet Chin Life Podcast, Wrestling with Fiction Podcast, Colin, Kyra and Kai, David Gray, Flash Jimenez, Vault Tech Man, CJ Palmasano, William Rossell, Kevin Molnar, Game Breaker Studios, Andy McEwen, Sarah Zirkus, XLR, Ryan, Spencer Taylor, Greg Cherry, AP Entertainment, Thomas Bata, Andrew McNeil and Mike Tiara. All of you put your guesses in and we're very appreciative of it. Wasn't there another guess on the list? Uh, well, this is the, this is the guesses I want to thank. Something, um, something about Roman Reigns being a car. That <laughs> there was one guy who shall remain unnamed who did guess Roman Reigns turning into a car, but I, I don't want to thank that guy because he guessed it for next week. Yeah, well, that's next week's episode. Yeah. I don't know how he knew what next week's episode. I know exactly what next week's episode. <laughs> I don't know how he knew. It all seems, folks, like we would have never imagined that we'd have so many awesome folks kind of interacting with us for our episodes. So, like, thanks for playing, guys. You make what we do even more fun with your interaction and support. So, yeah, have you got any more comments before we go into a bit of a catch-up in the Zombie Lumberjack match? I'm a little speechless here, Bryce. I can't believe you're making me relive one of the most painful moments of my entire life. <laughs> of your life. I mean, watch, watching any Miz match is tough, but watching that one, oh, God. <laughs> this is this is the first episode that has him, isn't it, as well? <laughs> oh, we were we were doing so well, Bryce. <laughs> Can you get why I didn't tell you? Yeah, I got, yeah, no, I got, that's why, that should have been, see, that, that's what I was thinking, because I was like, what is the, because I kind of, you know, had had tried to blank out the, the recent, zombie lumberjack thing so i was like what has the miz done in the last five years that's really fucking <laughs> the price would really want to fix and then i was kind of thinking maybe you mean like the miz and morrison as a tag team because hmm. they've gone nowhere like i i i love morrison the death and i really wish that that tag team had worked but like you know they're not they're not really doing much right now which is a shame so i thought oh that's what it's gonna be that that could work but no you were like <laughs> you <laughs> you very cleverly <laughs> focused more on the entertainment part of the sports entertainment brand i thought nope i'm gonna go with the zombies not john morrison once again somebody in the wwe has gone for zombies over john morrison and uh yes so i can't wait to see how you you are able to i'm sure you'll make a great storyline but as for my personal opinions (laughs) i mean it can't get worse right oh i'm sure it could (laughs) <laughs> well i tell you what let, let's um let's go into a bit of a catch-up because it was only a month ago as we record this it's very very recent but i mean there might be people like yourself who've blocked out their memory and there might be people listening to this a few years from now who've also forgotten about it so let's remind them you know here is a catch-up on the zombie lumberjack match so finally yes I've been looking forward to this. Here's a here's a little catch up on how the fuck we got to a zombie lumberjack match. This isn't kayfabe Tombola, This is real life. Stop. <laughs> it hurts. So, all right. So this this all started with a feud mainly involving Miz and Bad Bunny, who's a Puerto Rican rapper. And um, the feud also involved Damien Priest, a recent NXT call up, as well as John Morrison, who, let's be honest, is far too talented to be involved in any of the zombie shit. Yes. Uh, that goes for Priest as well, actually, to be honest. Yes. Um, and we'll stop that there. So just, so just, just briefly, that there was this match, um, this tag team match at WrestleMania 37, which was The Miz and John Morrison versus Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. And... Like, why couldn't we just have Damian Priest versus John Morrison? That's what yeah. we actually want. <laughs> but they're like, no, let's put in these two other clients. I mean, like, uh, 
I mean, the match wasn't bad. Um, like it was, it is better. Well, I don't, don't want to say not bad. It was better than expected. I think is a good way to put it. But, but yeah, go, going back to the whole, the whole thing kind of started at the Royal Rumble, where, where Miz offered Bad Bunny the opportunity to become a WWE superstar under his tutelage, um, which worked for Daniel Bryan and Alex Riley. But well, no, yeah, I'll, I'll give you Alex Riley. <laughs> But Bad Bunny turned him down, so and as a retort to that, Miz destroyed Bad Bunny's DJ equipment that he was using earlier in the night, which led to Bad Bunny calling in his friend Damien Priest to get involved. Miz and Morrison would taunt Bad Bunny for weeks and weeks, making their own music video, which is fucking terrible, uh, vandalising his Bugatti until Bad Bunny laid down the challenge for WrestleMania, which was their aforementioned tag team match, Bad Bunny and Damien Priest versus the Miz and Morrison. And yeah, I mean, you're probably the same thinking. The whole feud was awful, if you ask me. Until the match, which actually, you know, as we said, it was better than expected. As far as like celebrity appearances in the wrestling ring go, Bad Bunny made a good account of himself. You know, he has a big wrestling fan, legit. So, and then he won by pinning the Miz one, two, three. And then Bad Bunny, the rapper beat, he pinned the Miz. Yeah. Doesn't that tell you how good the Miz is? Yeah. (laughs) He got beat by a rapper. Yeah. And then he got eaten. Then he got then he got eaten, but we'll cover that in a we'll second. Get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Don't worry about it. Um, so th- then Bad Bunny would go and do his own thing in the music world, which left Damien Priest on his own in a feud with Miz and Morrison. So the next night on Raw, they'd defeat Priest in a handicap match um, due to outside interference from Maurice, um, Missy's wife. And the tag team would just constantly try to get one over on Priest, having singles matches with him, which Priest won. And uh, a six-man tag uh, involving Priest teaming with the New Day against Miz, Elias, and Jackson Riker. And anyway, soon it was booked. Miz versus Damian Priest at WrestleMania Backlash in a lumberjack match. And there was no involvement in the zombies yet, nothing mentioned at all. And so on the day of the show, Batista former multiple-time world champion and now super popular actor, he sent out a tweet which read, Wishing good luck to all the WWE superstars competing tonight at hashtag WMBacklash. Sorry I couldn't make it, but some of my friends will. Hashtag Army of the Dead. So, for context, Dave Bautista's latest Hollywood outing was a movie called Army of the Dead, which hit select theatres a couple of days prior and then Netflix five days after. Uh, In the movie, Bautista's character Scott Ward leads a group of mercenaries whose big plan is to undertake a Las Vegas casino heist amid a fucking zombie apocalypse. (laughs) It's mental. It's directed by Zack Snyder, who also directed uh, the 2004 Dawn of the Dead remake. And, like, it's not a bad film. It's kind of like... in that kind of crazy B-movie kind of category, you know? Like, it's, like, fun to watch because it's just ridiculous. Um, like, I- I'm usually a sucker for zombie movies, you know me, and it's it's not terrible, just long. Do, do you know how long it is? Uh, two WrestleManias. Uh, it's almost. It's two and a half hours long. Okay. That's, a, that's long for a movie, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I would have I stopped watching by that point. Exactly, yeah, exactly. So, uh, back, back to WrestleMania backlash. So, during the show... John Morrison went to talk to the Lumberjacks in the Lumberjack dressing room, I guess. Um, There's a big sign on the door which says Lumberjacks on it. And he opens the door and it's a bunch of guys dressed as zombies. So he fucks off immediately, as you would. And for the match itself, I'll let Dave Meltzer cover this one. So this is his description of the match from the May 24th, 2021 Wrestling Observer Newsletter. It says, Damien Priest 
pinned the Miz in a lumberjack match in six minutes and fifty-four seconds. So a bunch of guys dressed like zombies doing zombie things were lumberjacks. The announcer saw this and ran for their lives. Priest did a spin kick off the top rope. Miz did the figure four. At one point, the zombies pulled both out the ring and both started punching the zombies. Morrison came back and flew onto three zombies. Two zombies attacked Morrison and Priest hit the lights for the pin. After the match, all the zombies covered Miz and apparently the idea was that they ate him. So yeah, bear that in mind for later. Um, I'll, the be, zombies... I'll be honest with you, dude. I thought it lasted way longer than seven minutes. Yeah, oh, it, it felt like it, right? Yep. Sure did. Maybe that was two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I got it wrong. Maybe the movie was seven minutes. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the, the the zombies ate the Miz after the match. And what happens when you get eaten by a zombie? You become a fucking zombie. So that's how every zombie movie, comic book, TV show ever plays out. You become a zombie by getting bit by a zombie. It's zombie lore. It's zombie kayfabe, you could say. Uh, so WWE should totally be sticking to that, right? Oh, yeah. They love their kayfabe over there. Yeah. 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 Especially zombie. In fact, <laughs> here, here's a question for you, actually. You know how Melch has got that five-star scale? You know, yes. he gives his matches whatever stars. How, how many stars do you think this got in the Melch scale? I mean, it's probably a good two and a half. Yeah? Yeah. Is that, that your guess? I mean, yeah, Damian Priest is a good worker, you know, and John Morrison did a nice jump. So, yeah, I'd say, yeah, let's say two stars. So it's negative three stars. I mean, I think <laughs> that that... I mean, Damian Priest looked good. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's just the whole concept of the match. Like, you could put fucking the two best wrestlers in the world in that match, and I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know about I, that, dude. If you if you had like, if it was like Daniel Bryan versus Kenny Okada. Omega, yeah, yeah in a in a zombie match, you'd be like, um, I'd like to see those guys wrestle. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, but well, they're not wrestling during the match. They're outside. They're fucking dodging the zombies and shit. It's not a we match. We don't know. We don't know. Well, you maybe, maybe they do it differently. If this have a fucking five star match, just half an hour I, long, the zombies Bryan could yeah. definitely have a five star match with a zombie. Hundred <laughs> percent, I guarantee it. I don't know, man, but yeah, I, th- I think the negative three stars is fair. Um, that that's maybe a couple stars too many, if anything. But um, <laughs> so anyway, Miz got a knee injury during the match, which I think is his first ever injury and um, to take him out of action, but which is pretty good going. But well, except the Nets. Brain injury he's had for a long time. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the next night on Raw, John Morrison doesn't appear and neither does Miz due to the injury. Damien Priest appears briefly but doesn't mention the Miz or his injuries or the fact that he was eaten by fucking zombies less than 24 hours ago. So, and thankfully, the Miz could appear the following week on Raw. Good. Before, I'm glad. That's good. Yeah. Well, that's good, because I was looking forward to it as well, because I was looking forward to seeing some continuity. You know, they, they were advertising a segment from Miz TV, and I was excited. I couldn't wait to see Zombie Miz at last. How would they book Miz as a zombie? Would Miz TV be renamed as Zombie TV? How would John Morrison control his newly zombified buddy, the Miz? Would he lock him in a shed like Shaun of the Dead or something like that? So... So, so many thoughts were running through my mind. So you can imagine my disappointment when Miz came out, notably non-zombified. Like, no fucking mention of zombies. No mention. They just brought out Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley, and that was that. So, what the fuck is the Miz doing there? Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair are there. Yeah. Oh, it's Miz, Miz TV, so he's interviewing them. Oh, God damn it. Couldn't they but, just have Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair 
yeah. wrestle for the whole two hours or whatever. Exactly, yeah, but that 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 would be that would be ideal because they certainly didn't do what I wanted them to do is make Miz a zombie. So in, in WWE canon, basically, Miz is immune to zombies. So Undertaker better stay the fuck away from Miz. That's all I'm saying. But seriously, like WWE, like they they dropped the storyline immediately. Um, <laughs> I understand to an extent because it got them some pretty bad press, you know. But fucking stick to your guns, man. You know, like ha- have some nerve and don't don't give up on something just because of a little bit of negativity, you know. I wanted them like turn that story around and, and show people why they were wrong to give hate, but nah, like they dropped it like it was nothing. Pr- basically, proving that the zombie lumberjack match really was just an enormous waste of our time. Um, exactly. Like I think you're giving them a bit too much credit by assuming that this it was going to be a lasting storyline, whereas they were just like fucking. Zo- I guess zombies today. Yeah. We'll do zombies and then delete the maze, and that'll be funny. And then two weeks later, he'll be back. And then yeah, everyone's you know, like, about it. Yeah. Clearly, they had no. Because, like, I, I agree that, like, I hated the zombie thing, but if they were going to do a thing where, like, he was a zombie... I mean, they already have the fiend. We don't even know what he is. At least if the Miz was a zombie, you're like, well, you can explain that. He's a zombie. He got bitten by yeah. those zombies, right? You can... That could be... It, it has the potential to be interesting, right? And they didn't even consider it. They're like, no, we're going to double down on the fiend. Exactly. It could have been a fun story. And um, I, I think it's a massive ball drop. And just like, we're, we're going we're gonna to tell the story in just a bit. But I've got a few more, a few more interesting notes here before we dive into the rebooking. So like, let, let's find out what the, the legacy of this match is. So I mentioned Dave Meltzer earlier. So he says his, his, his best comment in the whole newsletter was the match went six minutes and 54 seconds, which was 10 minutes too long. Yep. <laughs> I agree. Uh, Joseph Stasus, uh, oh god, um, jo- Joseph Joseph Sazowski of the oh, New York oh, Post, yeah, that's a hard one. Uh, he called it one of WWE's saddest moments ever. And uh, here, here's a belter as well. So, on the 23rd of May 2021, WWE released a video on YouTube called The 10 Craziest Lumberjack Moments. This made it to number three. What the fuck? <laughs> Fucking zombies appearing is still not the craziest thing according to WWE's YouTube channel to happen in a lumberjack match. What it's number still one? Not, well, num- number two still get waiting to hear how crazy this is. So, number two is Roman Reigns diving onto the lumberjacks. Wow, oh. crazy. And number what? one... What? <laughs> just Roman Reigns diving onto lumberjacks. That's crazy, man. Um, that's, doesn't that spot happen in every lumberjack match anyway? Oh, it's Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns that is, doing that it. That is crazy. It's Roman Reigns. <laughs> And number one was Lumberjacks carrying Sami Zayn back to the match he was trying to run out on. So, again, just crazy, man. Like, well, way crazier than zombies, let me tell you. I mean, that was pretty good, though. T- tell you what, though, here- here's one you all like. Um, th- yeah. This is one redeeming thing, and I think you all enjoy this. So, this is something that I didn't know until I'd done some research, and it's not been completely proven, but... As per a tweet by at Wrestling Jeebus, uh, one of the zombie actors was, believe it or not, Scotty too hotty of all people. Wow, that rules. Oh my yeah. god, Scotty's a zombie now? We gotta look after him. Well yeah, like tell you what, I'm gonna send you a picture. Hold on. Let me let me send this through the chat on Skype. Is that really Scotty the Hotty? Yeah, it looks Scotty to Hotty, yeah, he's got his face. <laughs> it's, he's got his face. <laughs> That's the one that you don't want from a zombie. Like look, he's got he's pick he's just picking faces. He's got Scotty yeah. to face that now he's got Roman Reigns' face. Yeah, exactly. That's that's it. That's Scotty Sahoti. Wow, dude. So there that's you go. Yeah. 
Scott Scott Tehati, he works as a WWE agent, so it could very possibly be him. And I'll, I'll post that on the Twitter just so everyone else can see. But let's have a look. Here's here's a final bit of insight. So from the May thirty first uh, Wrestling Observer newsletter, which might make your jaw drop. So uh, it's it's basically giving information on how it all came together, and it says. Um, the cross-promotion of the Dave Batista movie Army of the Dead on WrestleMania Backlash having the zombies during the Miz vs. Priest match was a deal struck between Warner Brothers and Nick Khan, uh, who is the president and chief revenue officer of the WWE, where Warner Brothers paid in excess of $1 million for the movie sponsorship with the idea that WWE was the place to advertise because it's where Batista came from. <laughs> so they got their money's worth. $1 million. Well... Hope they're well, happy anyway. themselves. <laughs> yeah, I hope, hope you hope you're happy. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, I, I guess I guess it's time I booked the aftermath of the zombie lumberjack match. So I, I guess it's time that I book for the first time ever Zombie Miz. F- full disclosure, right from the start, I had a bit of fun with this one. Because let's be honest, how could I not? So. Okay, if, if it wasn't obvious already, I'm steering right into the fucking... I'm steering right into the fucking continuity of Miz getting attacked and eaten by zombies at WrestleMania Backlash. So, for the purposes of this storyline, that match wasn't just a one-off in the KFAB WWE. It wasn't just a one-off because it was a catalyst for several events that shall take place in the future. And here's how it's going to go. So, the night after Backlash, which is Raw 18 for me... We're not going to see them as just like real life. So Yay. we're going to see Damien. <laughs> Dylan's favorite episode of Raw. It's the best episode of Raw. <laughs> we're going to see Damien Priest, such as uh, you know, such as like we did in real life too. Uh, except, holy fucking shit, he's not going to just gloss over the fact that he and the Miz were surrounded by fucking zombies twenty-four hours ago. You know, Priest is going to get interviewed, and the interviewer is going to ask if Priest has Priest has any thoughts on the Miz being eaten by zombies. And and Priest, his eyes are going to widen. He's going to have a a scared sort of expression on his face. And he would just say something like, you know, I don't know what happened last night, but I guess I'm just glad it wasn't me. And that's the show. Just a a passing reference. So That's the show. It's just like a five-minute interview. (laughs) Yeah, and the rest is just uh, Army of the Dead or something. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Next week on social media, though, we're going to hype the return of Miss. So, again, just like real life, we're going to post on the Twitters, the Instagrams, the Beebos, and we're going to promote that live. Tonight on Raw, we will see an episode of Miz TV featuring John Morrison, Miz's tag team partner. So, great. We get to the show. John Morrison is standing there in the ring uh, to open the show. He gets in the mic and he's talking all about how he hopes that his buddy Miz is okay because honestly, he hasn't heard from him uh, since last Sunday at WrestleMania Backlash. And like, they, they usually WhatsApp every day, you know. It's very strange for Miz to just go totally blank. And also at this point, Miz's social media will have just gone completely dead. So there ain't a single tweet on there since before his match with Damian Priest, i.e., before the Zombie Lumberjack match. And John Morrison then gives it the whole, without further ado, please welcome The Miz. And then the awesome entrance music plays, and it plays, and it plays, and it keeps playing for a real long time before eventually a figure stumbles out of the top of the stage. And the cameras zoom in, and it's definitely The Miz. It is The Miz, but it doesn't look good. You know, his eyes are unfocused. The the surrounding the surrounding skin is like dark and damaged. 
his lips are chapped, he's got a thick stubble, his hair is completely flattened, and his whole skin tone is very, very, very pale. You know, he is wearing a suit, though, which is uh, the only familiar part of the character that we see. But despite this, this is a very different Miz from what we're used to. Normally, we're used to Miz with the Hollywood tan, having, you know, a hundred different skin products to make his skin glow. But this Miz is very odd. And it's not just Miz the arriver, because walking behind him is his wife, Maurice. And she's got a look of concern on her face as she slowly leads Miz down to the ring. Miz struggles to walk, stumbling, limping, all of that kind of vacant expression on his face. But, you know, he passively accepts Maurice's hand upon his back, leading him into the ring. This all and sounds he... like the regular Miz. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, exactly. Nothing's changed so far, yeah. right? Sounds exactly um... the same. <laughs> so when he gets to the ring, John Morrison, obviously he looks concerned. You know, Miz's music stops and Jomo gets in the mic, asking him if he's okay. And Miz just stares back, expressionless, gormless. Um, you know, Morrison cracks a joke saying that Miz TV has been renamed and now it's Zombie TV. Uh, I made that joke earlier, I'm saying it again, fuck you off. And that, that causes Maurice to grab the microphone and she, she just chastises Morrison for it. So she says, you know, that's insensitive. We've been to see 27 doctors in the last week and not one of them has agreed to see Michael and treat him. Even the WWE doctors are staying away from him. There's clearly something wrong with him and I want it fixed. He's not himself anymore. You know, living with him has been a total nightmare. You have no idea how long it took to dress him in that suit this afternoon. So please, no jokes. Again, it just sounds like the Miz regular. Like, Maurice has to dress him, and you have no idea how hard it is to live with this guy. Sounds like the Miz. <laughs> the, this is your first episode of Making Cave here. Dylan doesn't like the Miz. <laughs> yep. I, I, don't know, I, I don't know if he's made that clear or not. You'll, you'll know by the end of this. You'll know by fucking 10 minutes into it. Uh, but John Morrison, like, so he clearly feels bad. He apologises. He asks the Miz again how he's doing, but the Miz, he's still not taking his eyes off John Morrison for the entire segment, so there's not been any change in his facial expression, he looks lost, sad, confused, and Maurice, she shakes her head at Morrison, you know, highlighting that this just isn't going anywhere, so needless to say, John Morrison is not going to get a reply from the Miz, the segment ends on an extremely awkward note, and we move on with the rest of Monday Night Raw. And now next week, there's an interesting scenario because John Morrison and The Miz, a.k.a. The Dirt Sheet, they're booked in a tag team match against Lucha House Party. And remember what Maurice said about the WWE doctors not seeing Miz, which is basically out of fear for being attacked. That also means that they, they, they can't say he's medically unfit to wrestle. So the tag match happens, the bell rings, and John Morrison does all of his flashy things in the ring with Lucha House Party, who could probably match him and more with the flashy things. But Morrison, he goes to tag Miz in, and when Miz gets in the ring, he doesn't actually do anything. You know, he's gormless, docile. And all he does is stare at the other legal man, Grand Metalik, who takes complete advantage of the scenario. Grand Metalik, he drop kicks a Miz, Miz falls onto his back, and one, two, three, Lucha House Party have defeated the Miz and John Morrison. What an upset. And John Morrison, he is upset, let me tell you. But we'll deal with that next week. So next week, John Morrison, he's pissed off. You know, we're in the we're in the locker room backstage and it's John Morrison, it's Maurice, and it's a Miz who is just staring at a wall and has been for quite some time. John Morrison's asking Maurice what the hell is up with the Miz because whatever it is, 
it's affecting his precious win-loss record. So now it's serious. Because you know wins and losses matter in WWE. And Marie, Marie says that she doesn't know uh, and she's getting more and more worried with every passing day. And the Miz, she says, you know, he's like this at home too. So it's not only when he's at work. No, she says that he's been in this state for far too long now. And the only rise that she manages to get out of him is when she says, and then she, she whispers into Morrison's ear so that Miz doesn't hear it. John Morrison totally no-sells it though and asks in an outraged, confused way, Damien Priest? And within seconds, within seconds, the Miz turns around from the wall and is on top of John Morrison making snarling noises, trying to attack him, trying to bite him, the whole scenario. Maurice tries to pull him off, but it's no good. He's too strong. Morrison's using his hands to keep Miz's mouth the fuck away from him, and eventually he manages to escape the clutches of his zombified friend, knocking him to the ground. And he opens the door, he gets himself and Maurice to safety, and closes it behind him, leaving a ferocious Miz pacing out the locker room. And that's the last we see of it this week. So, yeah, there's clearly some, some crazy shit going on here. Yeah, that's so, so far, so... On the next episode of Monday Night Raw, John Morrison, he thinks he's cracked it, so he's figured out what needs what, what Miz needs, and that is to get losing to Damien Priest out of his system. You know, he's not a zombie, he's just cranky. He's grumpy. He's in the huff because he lost to Damien Priest in the zombie lumberjack match at WrestleMania Backlash. So John Morrison and Maurice, they go to Adam Pierce, who is basically the general manager or matchmaker for Raw at this stage, and they ask him to pick a match for the pay-per-view this Sunday, which is Hell in a Cell. And stroke of luck they get the match they asked for so at hell in a cell this sunday it's going to be the miz versus damian priest in a regular one-on-one contest and the show ends there so here we go it's hell in a cell 2021 and it's the miz versus damian priest so priest comes down in the ring he waits for the miz Miz's entrance music hits and fucking hell miz is now bolting his way down the ring at top speed John Morrison and Maurice, they're chasing behind him with kind of extremely concerned looks upon their faces. Miz hits the ring, the bell rings, and he just fucking demolishes Damien Priest in like 30 seconds flat as Morrison and Maurice, they watch on with their hands almost over their eyes. You know, even the commentators are silent throughout this. And the bell rings to end the match, but holy shit, the Miz is biting Damien Priest. So... Priest struggles as Miz bites deep and Morrison and Maurice, they frantically try to pull him off. Eventually, they succeed in tearing the rapid Miz from Damien Priest. They drag him up the entrance ramp as medical personnel attend to Damien Priest and his injuries as they move on to the next segment of our show. So Miz is completely out of control here. There's some serious shit going on here and like, I don't know man, these zombie rumours seem to be coming, looking pretty true. I like how by now they're, they're just they're rumors. Yes. <laughs> we saw the Miz get eaten by zombies, and now for a whole month we've seen the Miz showcasing <laughs> almost every single attribute that the zombie would have. Telltale traits, yeah. Yeah, and then he attacked and and ate Damien Priest or or bit him. He, you know, he bit him, and which is what a zombie would do. And people are like, hmm, there's something. I don't know what it is about the Miz. <laughs> he, he's acting differently, really. Is yeah. he a werewolf? <laughs> something, it's something, you know? Something doesn't add up here, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the, there's rumours at the moment. Yeah, it may be a werewolf. So, um, so <laughs> But that's it. Only werewolf. That's it. 
Nothing else, nothing else. Like, no one else suspects a thing. So, the, the next night on Monday Night Raw, Adam Pearce opened the show. And he announces that The Miz, he's been suspended from Raw for his actions against Damien Priest at Hell in the Cell. You know, Pearce notes that Miz's actions were reprehensible. I'm really good at writing words I can almost pronounce. But, yes, his actions were reprehensible and that they would not be tolerated on this brand. No, Miz will not be allowed on Raw for one month. And, uh, by the way, he's, he's only suspended for one month. You know, he didn't. He didn't playfully grab Mr. McMahon's arm or anything. You know, he just bit a guy. So, you know, it's um, only a month, you know. That's fair. That sounds yeah. fine. Exactly, yeah. Um, so, but now here's the interesting thing. So we actually don't see the Miz for a month. You know, so, yeah, yay. Uh, there you go. Um, he serves his suspension and we don't hear a peep from him. However. He can't be and he can't talk. Yes, well, exactly. You can only growl and stuff. But even then, you don't hear from him. And But, however, Damien Priest... Oh boy, he starts to change. So over the next month, we're going to see Damien Priest displaying the same characteristics as Miz did. You know, dormant expressions, totally dehumanized, almost like a zombie. And as the weeks pass, Priest's going to do the same things as Miz. So he'll lose a match because he just doesn't attack his opponent because he doesn't have a clue what's going on. He'll lash out violently, having to be restrained, and he'll make those kind of animalistic noises rather than actually forming words. Um, so obviously, John Morrison and Maurice... They're not suspended, so they see all of this unfold. And in true WWE style, nobody has noticed that there's an oncoming zombie apocalypse, apart from Morrison and Maurice. So Morrison starts to become worried, but Maurice, like, I don't know, man. She, she's showing signs that she likes what's happening here. You know, she's, um, you know, giving some hints that she might ha not have much of a problem with this, but... I mean, she's been the... fucking a zombie for the last two months. She seems to be yeah. okay with that, so... yeah. That's it, like, I mean, yeah, that, that's pretty, you've pretty much committed that stage, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, the, um, I tell you what, the, 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 there's one side point I wanted to add to this story. It doesn't do much for the story, but I just wanted to add it for the sake of it. But you know how Miz and Maurice have their reality TV show, Miz and Mrs.? My thinking is that, well, Miz is off Monday Night Raw. Uh, the episodes for that are just like poor Maurice like, desperately trying to control uh, an increasingly aggressive zombie Miz. Uh, I thought of that because it's probably the only thing that would get me to watch that program. But yeah, that's Seriously, something you could do. In, yeah. if, they, if they pull the twist, we're in the middle of this reality show, The Miz was just dead. Yeah. I'd watch that show. <laughs> is that too, is that... Once again, Dylan hates The Miz. Well, The Miz doesn't like me either, so... Yeah, that's it. He's, yeah, he's always talking to you. He can't, he can't get your name out of his mouth. Never shuts up about it, man. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, the, the month passes and Miz's suspension is up and Adam Pierce, he realises he's maybe got a little problem brewing here. I, I mean, yeah, I, I'm seeing double here. Two zombies. There's too many zombies. Too many zombies, that's right. And luckily for him, though, he's the general manager and the dude who makes matches. So what's the best thing to do here? It's obvious. It's pit zombie versus zombie in a battle of the zombies in the hope that they'll cancel each other out and that'll be the end of our zombie problem. Perfectly logical. That does sound like a WWE solution. Exactly. Yeah. Just zombie versus zombie and then don't worry about it, man. It'll, it'll solve itself. So. Yep. Anyway, so it's Miz versus Damien Priest again, but then here's the catch. They're both zombies this time. So... <laughs> And here's what happens. I told you I'm having fun with this. Uh, so <laughs> do not take this seriously. 
because I didn't. Um, but yeah, here's what happens. So the bell rings, the crowd falls silent because you know the sound guy in the Thunderdome has turned the volume down. And and the Miz, during the match, he holds one hand up to Damien Priest, almost like he's reaching for a high five. And then he balls his hand into a fist and like quickly throws his arm down into a resting position. And we have no idea what's going on, but Damien Priest, he seems to understand. You know, he lies down in the mat, looking up at the lights. The Miz sticks one foot upon the chest of Damien Priest. One, two, three. The Miz has defeated Damien Priest. And Priest gets up immediately and stares at Miz. Miz stares back. The two zombies are just staring at each other. Somehow, the Miz seems to have control over Damien Priest. And so John Morrison, meanwhile, he's made his way into the ring to celebrate the victory that Miz just got. He's there to support his pal. But it ain't long before he regrets it, because in no time at all, he is set upon by Damien Priest and The Miz. Oh shit. So they're both attacking him, biting him as he flails his arms and legs in desperation, trying to escape. But it's no use. The Miz and Priest have overpowered him. And the segment ends with the condition of John Morrison being left uncertain. So next week on Raw, again, Adam Pearce opens the show. And this time he announces a 30-day suspension for Priest and a 60-day suspension for Miz for his second offence, because that's how it works. You bite somebody once, 30 days. You bite somebody twice, 60 days. You playfully grab Mr. McMahon's arm, 90 days. 90 days reduced to 60 days. But it was 90 days, because yeah. he didn't appear on TV, so... Well, yeah. And uh, yeah, officially... I'm not, yeah. I'm not letting that joke die, so... yeah. Um, <laughs> By the way, speaking of jokes, I, I was gonna—I couldn't quite fit this into the episode when I was writing it, but I was gonna make a joke with Mizzy's actual suspension period being like twenty-eight days, so that I could do a pun ah. for him returning twenty-eight days later. You know, that would have been good. Yeah, but I got like forty percent of a joke, and I couldn't find a good way to fit it in. So you know, this is me just—this is me just shoehorning the fuck out of it, basically. Like, I want to—here's my half joke, basically. That's fair. I do that all the time. I come up with half jokes, and I'm like, yeah. oh. Well, I can't think of a good way for this to make sense, so I guess we'll just have to die. Just That's like the Miz. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. What? He did die. He's a zombie. He's a zombie. Okay, right. You're talking kayfabe, right? Yeah, That's fine. sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, yeah. But anyway, Mizzy suspension. Uh, so, this, this time, shit's going to get real because... Neither Miz nor Priest are going to serve these suspensions, and at this stage, they can't be controlled, so you can suspend them for a thousand days if you wanted to, it's not going to do anything because they're zombies, and they don't even know what suspensions are. Yeah, so, they, don't know what a, they don't know what a thousand days is. <laughs> exactly, exactly. What's, what's one day to a zombie? What's a thousand <laughs> days to a zombie? Like, they don't die. So, on, on the very same episode of Raw, there's a random tag team match between the Viking Raiders and the Lucha House Party. So you might remember it was Lucha House Party who defeated Miz and Morrison a couple months ago when Miz was just becoming a zombie. So bear that in mind. Anyway, Miz and Damien Priest, they're going to interfere in this match and they're going to overpower and attack all four men. So first off, we'll see Miz and Priest trying to bite into the faces of Grand Metalik and Lindsay Dorado. But oh no, they're the wearing masks. masks. That's it. Yeah, there you go. So their, their human teeth can't puncture the mask. So, zombies, see, this is what we're talking about. Zombies don't know anything. Yeah, they don't have a clue. They like, just bite them in the body, but no, they go for the face and like they can't quite get their teeth in. So they're frustrated, so they, they throw the Lucha House Party out of the ring and they start to focus on the Viking Raiders. And the Viking Raiders, they're big dudes, you know, and they, they start trying to fight back, but it's no good. Miz and Priest are just too powerful, so you're dealing with the undead here, motherfuckers. You've got no chance. 
And then the crowd cheer as a, a familiar figure appears at the top of the ramp. It's John Morrison. And, uh, you know, oh, uh, after the assault from Miz and Priest last week, he's not looking so great. You know, his skin tone is grey, his hair is everywhere, needing a comb, basically. You know, a thick bandage is wrapped around his neck where he was attacked last week. Morrison, he stumbles on down to the ring very slowly before getting in the ring, and he stares down Miz and Priest. And so once again, Miz raises his open hand in the air, he clenches a fist and throws it down to the ground, and then all of a sudden, John Morrison, he starts trying to bite Eric of the Viking Raiders. And then the ship really hits the fan because the Miz and Priest, they join in the attack, you know, by, by biting Ivar of the Viking Raiders. Now it's just a, a straight-up three-on-two zombie assault. There's no denying it now. The Viking Raiders have definitely been bitten by the zombies, which probably means they're fucked too. So while the zombie versions of Damien Priest and John Morrison feast upon the Viking Raiders, Miz somehow has the sense in him to find a camera. He pulls the camera towards him, he stares into it, and he snarls. And somewhere in the backstage area, Adam Pierce is standing sideways looking at a monitor, and he is terrified. He's terrified because he's looking into the eyes of the man he once knew as Mike Mizanin, but who now is Miz, King of the Zombies. So next week, there's going to be a segment. And it's going to be Adam Pierce sitting down with like a spooky-looking dude. You know, the kind of guy who you might look at and say, hey, he looks spooky. And as it turns out, the guy is an occultist. And for those unaware, an occultist is a believer in the existence of secret, mysterious, or supernatural beings. Some might say an expert in these beings. So they're both sitting in Adam Pierce's office alone and they're discussing, believe it or not, the recent zombie attacks that Monday Night Raw have been experiencing. And the occultist is going to explain the condition that has been set upon Ms. Priest and Morrison. You know, he hates to break the news to Adam Pierce, but these men, they have fallen victim to some some extremely evil voodoo. <laughs> Adam Pierce, he's shocked, but he's more interested in how to deal with it because he can't have zombies running ruckus on his show. And Sandman isn't picking up the phone, so he's all out of ideas. He was busy. He was busy, exactly. He's retired now. He's living his life. Yeah, yeah he's, 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 uh, he's, he's living out in a little potato farm somewhere in yeah. Idaho. Yeah. He just plays golf these days, apparently. That's all he does. Yeah, just plays golf. real yeah. friendly guy. Yeah, just just an old, just a kind of older, older guy, just playing really, golf. Yeah. He's really good to his grandkids, you know. Nice yeah. guy. Yeah, he just he's handed in his Singapore cane. He's exchanged it for a, a nine iron. You know, that, that's kind of how he's living his life now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Always getting pissed on the golf course. Anyway. Yeah, that's it. Class, classic Sandman. So anyway, so the, the occultist he says he says that you must fight fire with fire. To defeat a mythological beast, you must use a mythological beast. Ah, creature versus gonna... creature. Werewolves. <laughs> creature versus creature. Survival of the fittest. This is what you must do. And Pearson asks specifically what that means for his situation because he's technically already tried that with zombie Miz versus zombie priest and all that did was create more zombies. And the occultist is like, I don't know, dude, figure it out. You only paid me for an explanation. This is your problem. Yeah. So, but Pierce, he now has an idea. He, he, he looks up as though he's thinking deeply. He repeats what the occultist just said. He says, I must fight Miz with mythological beasts. Fight fire with fire. Uh-oh. And the segment ends, but not before we catch a glimpse of Maurice 
standing outside the door of Adam Pierce's office. So she was eavesdropping on the whole conversation. Uh-oh. Next week on Raw, The Miz is in the ring with his zombie horde. And it's him, it's Morrison, it's Priest, and it's the Viking Raiders. Five zombies on Monday Night Raw. All because they had to pick a random zombie lumberjack match at a random pay-per-view. And, um, you know, Maurice is there as well. And uh, she, she's not a zombie. You know, she, she just appears to be her usual fabulous self. Why has... is the Miz not biting his own wife? Well, 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 hold on. Here we go. So I've covered this. I've covered okay, this. Don't worry just, about it. This is, right. this is me booking, not WWE. I explain things. That's true. You know? That's true. <laughs> There's no plot holes in this shit. Um, and so she's got a microphone in her hands. And she stands in front of the zombies, you know, staring into the hard cam. And she speaks. And what she's going to say is, in answer to your question, Dylan, the men behind me, they unfortunately cannot speak for themselves. And this is why I am here. As much as my husband Miz, the king of the zombies, wishes to turn the whole world into his zombie peasants, he recognises that he will not get his message across without the power of human speech. So there you go. She says, Adam Pierce, I overheard your little plan last week. You're wanting to fight fire with fire, right? And I don't know what you had planned specifically, Pierce, but I sure hope you're not planning to play any games here, because whatever game you want to play... You need to remember that nothing trumps zombie. And that's that's you know that about games, right? Nothing trumps I zombies. Yep, yeah, that's that's pretty, how it goes. Pretty accurate. That's exactly how it goes. Except bullet to the head, I guess. Which well, I would yeah. ha- I'd be happy to, to do to the maze just to make sure that he's he's definitely we don't want that zombie coming back. So I'll Yeah, I'll <laughs> just to be that. totally sure. Yeah, I'll do that. Don't worry about it. I'll do it for free. So she says that, you know, nothing trumps zombie. And then, and then, the entrance music of Gangrel hits through the PA system. Fucking round out, fucking round out. Gangrel platforms up out of the stage, carrying a wine glass full of blood. He power walks down to the ring with that big vampire toothy grin. And the announcers from Monday Night Raw. Uh, whoever the fuck they've chosen to announce the show this week they tell us Adam Pierce is scheduled a match and it's between The Miz and Gangrel and don't go away because it's going to be next on Monday Night Raw Christ on a cracker alright well <laughs> <laughs> so is this getting better or is it getting worse <laughs> honestly I'm not I don't know <laughs> I'd have to watch the match to really know you know well, it's a five star classic yeah. wow so the match happens, and it's the Miz versus Gangrel, and, and clearly the idea is that Adam Pearce wants to try a different mythological beast, so i.e. Gangrel the vampire versus Miz the zombie, and see if it works. But alas, it does not. The Miz defeats Gangrel in three minutes flat. He's far too OP. Bringing back Gangrel is not going to be enough to defeat him. And so next week, Adam Pearce chooses another opponent for the Miz, and this time, it's the Boogeyman. And he's going to... He's going to also lose to The Miz. So Miz defeats Boogeyman. Clearly the Boogeyman is not a match for a zombie. Certainly one as powerful as Miz. Next week on Raw, it's Doink the fucking Clown. Because clowns are also mythological beasts. I mean, you've not seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, but not that's... that's It's not all clowns, Bryce. Hashtag not all clowns. 
but Doink was. That's the thing. That's what it was based on. It was based on it. You know, an evil clown is at that time when he was around is was high and and th- these days like it's high in the the list of supernatural beings because of Stephen King. So you know that evil clowns are uh, you know supernatural. Okay. I, I don't. I, I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I don't know I'll, if you've seen like that. the. I don't know if you've seen the early clips of Doink, like when he first debuted, but like legitimately fucking terrifying. Okay. But yeah. Anyway, Doink comes down to the ring, and he also loses to Miss in like two minutes flat. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad we had that discussion. <laughs> um. So after after the third attempt from Adam Pierce to get rid of the Miz and his zombie crew, Maurice is back in the microphone and she stands in front of the king of the zombies and the zombie horde and she starts to taunt Adam Pierce, saying that no matter which nostalgia act she he pulls out of WWE's bag of gimmicks, no one being can defeat the king of the zombies. But Adam Pierce comes out and he's got a plan. No one being can defeat Miz is quite an interesting statement after all. And Adam Pierce is going to call an audible here. Because believe it or not, it's October. And as it stands, as we record this in June of 2021, the October pay-per-view is currently scheduled to be Extreme Rules. But you know what we're going to do? We're going to change the name of Extreme Rules and we're going to bring back a pay-per-view from the WCW Times, which fits very well with this monster of a situation we've got ourselves into. Halloween Havoc. Slamboree! Oh... Hello. No, in all seriousness, uh, Halloween Havoc. Yeah, oh, uh, dang. Halloween Havoc. <laughs> that would have been creative if it said Slamboree. Slamboree! Slamboree! We just love any opportunity to say that. I had, to, had to shoehorn it in there, man. Oh, yeah. like, you got to. Like, you're talking about a, a, a WCW pay-per-view that like, WWE are bringing back. Yeah, that, the, that is the that's the WCW pay-per-view. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, anyway, it's not that. We're, we're going to have WWE Halloween Havoc in October. And there, there's a fucking method to this madness because October 31st, 2021, aka Halloween, is a Sunday. And, you know, the WWE pay per view day. So, I'm saying this right now. If WWE don't capitalize on that in some way in real life, they're idiots. But, anyway, at Halloween Havoc, Adam Pierce is going to book a match to get rid of the Miz and the zombies forever. He's going to make it a 10-man tag team match. And it'll be Miz and his zombie horde, consisting of John Morrison, Damian Priest and the Viking Raiders, or should I say the zombie raiders, versus Gangrel, Boogeyman, Donk the Clown, and the Lucha House Party. Okay. That's right. The tag team that have been a, a little bit of a thorn in the side of the Miz. So they beat Miz a few months ago in the infancy of his zombiness. And they escaped an attack from Miz and Damian Priest because of their luchador masks. And now Adam Pierce is hired in to finish the job and finally defeat these supernatural beings. Die, die, you zombie bastards. And Maurice, she doesn't look worried at all. You know, Miz could beat all these five guys by himself. And now that he's got the whole zombie horde in the match too, you know, it'd be a walk in the park. Maurice accepts the challenge on behalf of the King of the Zombies. And so it comes to Halloween Havoc. And it's a big 10-man tag team match. And, uh, well, the zombies, sorry to break it to you, but they're going to win. The team of the Lucha House Party, Gangrel, Boogeyman and Doink just aren't enough to beat the zombie horde. And if anything, if Ah. anything, beating them has only made the horde stronger. So obviously, after the match, Maurice is going to tease Adam Pierce again. Because what else can he do now? He's thrown everything at the zombies and they just keep getting stronger and stronger. We cut backstage. Adam Pierce has a phone to his ear and he's smiling. He says, all right, I'll see you tomorrow night. And then hangs up the phone. Looking at the zombie horde in the ring. And he smiles again. We cut to the next segment of Halloween Havoc. Who was he talking to? 
And so, the very next day, it's Monday Night Raw, and we've got Miz, King of the Zombies, his zombie horde, and Maurice standing inside the ring. And Maurice, she's cutting a promo on, now that, on how now the zombie horde have defeated everything that Adam Pearce has thrown at them. It's time for them to fulfill their objective and occupy Raw. And she claims that the Miz wants a shot at the WWE Championship and he's not going to let anything stand in his way for that because he's the king of the fucking zombies and he'll do whatever he wants. But then, some very familiar entrance music hits the PA system. And the crowd go crazy as I Walk Alone plays and out walks none other than Batista. That's right, the guy who indirectly caused the zombie infestation and the guy who, you know, along with legends like Rick Grimes, Sean from Shaun of the Dead and Alice from Resident Evil and more, he's one of the world's top experts in disposing of zombies. So Maurice's jaw drops as the zombies in the ring stare on emotionless and Maurice knows what's coming, the zombies do not. Batista starts walking down the ramp, he goes to ringside, he grabs a chair, and he starts smashing skulls. Both Viking Raiders, John Morrison and Damien Priest, they receive brutal cheer shots from the animal Batista as Maurice and Miz escape the onslaught. Batista has taken out the entire zombie horde simultaneously and would have got the Miz too if Miz hadn't saved him. So Miz and Maurice walk up the ramp, staring at Batista, who's inviting them to join him in a steel chair in the ring. Miz wants to go and attack, but Maurice holds him back. And the segment ends there. So a br- brief catch-up here for those who may have forgotten. It was, Batista's, it was Batista's movie, Army of the Dead, which led to the zombie lumberjacks at WrestleMania Backlash. In the movie, Batista kills a lot of zombies, hence why this is a big deal that he's appeared. And so anyway, next week, Batista's going to come down to the ring and he's going to lay down a challenge to Miz via Miz's mouthpiece, Maurice. And Batista's going to say that this whole zombie thing... It's gotten a little bit out of control. I mean, Lumberjacks at WrestleMania Backlash is one thing, but now there's a whole horde of zombies running around, and they're led by the Miz, of all people, who, in fact, is now king of the zombies. Come on, man. Look, Batista didn't mean to cause any of this, but indirectly or not, he technically did cause it, so he needs to come back and fix it. He challenges the Miz to a match at Survivor Series. And Maurice comes out with Miz, and they keep their distance from Batista. Maurice accepts the challenge on Miz's behalf, so Batista versus the Miz is on. But Maurice has a point to raise. Because when the Miz wins this match, she doesn't want Batista coming back to ruin things again. You know, the zombies have been trying to get on top for months now. And every time, Adam Pearce has got some kind of thing to get in their way. So she wants to get rid of Batista, and if Batista loses this match, he must leave WWE forever. And to make sure of that, to make damn sure of that, Maurice is going to make it interesting. So the match, Miz versus Batista, it's going to be a casket match. So Batista's going to leave WWE, and he'll do it in a fucking coffin. And Batista's not scared. You know, he accepts. So it's on. Batista versus Miz in a casket match a Survivor Series. And next week, the week before the pay-per-view, Batista's in the ring again and he calls Miz and his zombie crew out. He has something to say to Miz before their casket match this Sunday. However, to Batista's surprise, he looks outside the ring to notice on all four sides of the ring there is a zombie. So north, there's John Morrison. South, Damien Priest. East, Ivar. West, Eric. Batista is surrounded without a weapon. But strangely, he doesn't show any concern. Even as the Miz... Shows at the top of the ramp with Maurice ordering his zombies to stand on the ring apron. Batista doesn't look scared because you know what? He saw it coming. He smells up at Maurice, points behind her, 
suggesting that she turns around and sees what's there. What is Batista pointing at? Well, only the original zombies from WrestleMania Backlash. The, the original who, zombies. The OG zombies. It's the original zombies. It's, da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. It's the OG zombies. The, the ones who attacked Miz in the first place and turned him into a zombie. They are they are where this whole zombie kerfuffle began. Miz and Maurice, they managed to avoid the original zombie horde. They get the fuck out of there, once again leaving their zombie horde to fall victim to an assault. And the original zombies walk down the ramp, and we just have an epic zombie versus zombie brawl before the big show. Zombies are fighting other zombies. Zombies are yelling at other zombies. They're saying, you stupid zombie. It's absolute zombie warfare, but eventually, after almost all the zombies are taken out, it boils down to Batista and Damien Priest slugging out in the ring. Did you get the reference there? I did. Nice. Uh Batista hits Priest with a big Batista bomb, but then from behind, Miz attacks Batista. He hits him with a zombified version of the skull-crushing finale, leaving Batista down and out in the ring. And Maurice manages to restrain Miz from actually eating Batista because there's n- they, they need to have this match as Survivor Series. But the message is clear that the King of the Zombies will not be easy to beat this Sunday. And then Survivor Series rolls around, it's Batista versus Miz, and we're going to have Batista defeat Miz after much interference from all kinds of zombies. He's going to place the Miz in a casket, and then we're going to get some special guests out, Gangrel, Boogeyman, Doink, Lucha House Party. They're going to bring four more caskets out to place Priest, Morrison, and the Viking Raiders in it. And when all is said and done, Miz and his zombie horde are in the caskets, and Maurice is obviously selling just complete despair. Her dream to rule the world of zombies has come crashing down. It's all over. Batista has saved the world from a zombie apocalypse. And that's pretty much the end of the story. But you might be wondering, hey Bryce, so does Miz just stay a zombie for the rest of his entire career? Are these guys just stuck this way forever as zombies? Well, absolutely not. Because I mentioned earlier that Miz and his zombie horde were under some strange advanced voodoo spell. So what do we do to fix that mess? Well, we Papa give big, bring in Papa Shango. We give Big Charles White a call. We get him to put on the face paint one night only so that we can bring back Papa Shango, the voodoo practitioner, and we can break that spell on the Miz, Morrison, Damien Priest, and the Viking Raiders. Or just get Alexa fucking Bliss to do it. I don't know. But all is well that ends well. So anyway, that, that is the fallout of the zombie lumberjack match done correctly. Wow. A lot to go in um, there. I'm sure you've got a lot to say. <laughs> I do. I mean, the the thing I want to say the most, my good dear friend Bryce. Yes. Is that the the Miz was in this a lot. Mm. So. So you, you love know, it. Well, it's hard for my own extreme hatred of the Miz to to take a back seat for this one, you know. Mm. Mm. So. Also, I don't know if you noticed this, but it also had a lot of zombies in it. It did have a lot of zombies in it, yeah. Yeah, and so traditionally, I like my wrestling without <laughs> any zombies or Miz, you know? Oh, okay. I mean, that's just me. I'm a traditionalist. You know this. I'm an old yes. school gentleman, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I'd rather take the zombies over the Miz mm. if I had to choose, mm. but I pref- I'd prefer neither, to be perfectly honest. And your storyline had an abundance of both. I was going to say, is... what, about, what about them combined? <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Let's look at it without my bias in it regarding the, the Miz and, and wrestling. Okay. It's 
Okay, we're gonna put that aside, obviously. Hmm. Now, I, what I liked about this is Let, let's just let's just pretend that the Miz is Stevie Richards. How about that? No, don't don't <laughs> be smart, Stevie Richards, like that. <laughs> I try throw your bone here. <laughs> don't don't even. Stevie Richards is above that. Yes, yes. He would never be a zombie. Never. So yes, as a, as a piece of whimsy, you know, as a as a as the sports entertainment side. Yes. Of sports entertainment, you know, it's making something out of that stupid storyline because that's what I thought when I saw that zombie uh, match at Backlash or whatever. I saw hmm. why doesn't Batista just stop him? Yeah. What the fuck, man? Batista just said, "I'm gonna send my friends." He said, "I'm gonna send my friends to Backlash," but he's fighting the zombies. Yeah. Hey, why? Why are your friends? Yeah. Yeah. So what? Yeah. The, also, if you fight the zombies, you're the only one who knows how to fight the zombies. Why would yeah. you send the zombies to? The, the one p- company that gave you your start, bucko. You know it's what I mean? Just, like, it's, it's reckless. It's reckless. So adding Batista into that, I thought, smart move. Hmm. I like the idea of going back through... like Because obviously, I'm not a big fan of the zombies, but as we've discussed, the WWE has done an awful lot of gimmicky bullshit. Hmm. And so you were able to pull through a lot of real-life examples of stuff like that. Like... Gangrel being a vampire, Dunk the Clown being an evil kind of it, mysterious mm. clown entity. You know, we even got Papa Shango in there. You know, stuff like that. It's all, it's all, a lot of that's already in wrestling past. Mm. And we let that go. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a fun way to bring a lot of these guys. And again, as we've discussed, when you bring guys back like Papa Shango and Gangrel, guys from the 90s and the Attitude Era, bam. Yeah. Pop it, pop the ratings, you know. Exactly. I like the idea of keeping the Miz and Damian Priest going. I gotta say, it's a very interesting way to debut Damian Priest on the main roster is to immediately <laughs> turn him into a zombie. Good but point. hey, you know, just <laughs> different. Str- it wouldn't have been what I would have done. Let's put it that way. Um, but I've, 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 not got, I've not got much to play with here. That's the problem. <laughs> it's true. They just they literally threw it. At, at the wall you know on the night nobody <laughs> we were all blindsided we really were but i have one question yes i did like how you brought back the original zombies by the way mm. the original zombies oh geez yeah <laughs> the OG zombies. i love that part the ogz's yeah. yeah there we go yeah <laughs> although we would say og zed yeah we say zed you say zed in ireland we in the uk i say z Okay. That's easy. If you see WXYZ, I see Z as well, actually. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah. that's the thing. Whenever it comes to like zombies and stuff, the, we get the Americanized. Well, Z, you gotta, yeah. you gotta say Z. Like, um, well, there was a video game, wasn't there? <laughs> you don't call it World War Z. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. World War Z. You all say World War Z, right? But yeah, like, that's right. Yeah. But, but that's just because it's the American name. We all know, really, it's World War Z. Yes. Um, but I have one question for you. Just yes. one, of course. Yes. Now that we've put aside. My bias mm. for certain individuals. Mm. My question: What since you introduced the OG zombie, the original zombies? Mm. How OGs. Come, yeah. The o, o, OG Zeds. I'm getting <laughs> <laughs> getting confused. Uh, the Miz was was crying the king of the zombies, but I'm like, if they if the OG zombies bit the Miz, wouldn't mm. they be the kings since they? With the original, they're the original zombies. So would they um, be the king? Whoever I mean, bit the Miz, right? 
I mean, it, it depends, um, because Does that mean now leading his own much? zombie horde. Like, oh, yeah. No, because no, no, I, I can describe this. So, I mean, you don't see the queen biting the last queen to become a queen, right? Yeah. So, you know, the queen wasn't bit by another queen. I, I don't know how to explain that, but... <laughs> the queen wasn't bit by another queen. <laughs> we don't know. But anyway, so... She could have been. We don't know Miss... how that works. <laughs> Miz is the king of the zombies because he's leading his own zombie horde. He is the one zombie that has um, um, self-awareness, maybe, let's say. So yeah. he he knows who to attack. He knows he's got a plan in his head. Even though he's a zombie, he can't talk. He's a king and he's arranging his troops to battle. And okay. he's got Maurice as his mouthpiece to kind of communicate that to everybody. So, I think that, that's fair. Like He's the only zombie that got his shit together and made something. Mm. So, yeah. okay, I'll give you that. One mm. other thing, real quick, since this is around this time period it seems yes. like the easiest avenue would have been since this is all like supernatural spooky bullshit mm. whenever i say the real supernatural spooky bullshit to you good friend bryce there's only one name that pops up i would imagine yep. and i try for it. <laughs> my, 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 my point was to avoid him avoid him uh, i know Excellent. exactly who you're talking about because that's what i mean whenever you say supernatural spooky bullshit yeah. everybody knows exactly who i mean we're not going to say his name because you all know exactly who i'm talking about yeah that's not a good, you know. I don't want pe- I you know, I don't want people to have that association with my name, you know. Yeah, exactly. But he he he's like, yep, that's what I am. I'm like, fair enough. So again, like that would have been the easy route to go down to involve. That's it. Too easy. Too this easy. character, yeah. and uh, you didn't you didn't even didn't even you're like, nope, fuck that supernatural spooky bullshit. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. My own personal bias aside, there's a lot of entertainment stuff in there. You know, a lot of. Stuff that you could watch and mm. um, like you had history there, you know, stuff that people can understand. Exactly. Okay, you know, obviously the zombie bit they don't understand, but disregard that bit, you know. Are you, looking forward, to, are you looking forward to next week's episode on Zombie Scotty Too Hotty? Oh, yeah. Oh, Scott, after, Scotty Too Zombie. Scotty Zombie Too Hotty. Zombie Too Hotty, yeah. So I got to do. Zombie too hotty and Roman Reigns turning into a car. Yes, and, and your actual planned episode, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a lot. I don't know if I can put that into an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, no, man, I really enjoyed writing that. It's one of those things that, you know, it's, it's nice to have a kind of um, a more comic relief kind of episode one. every now and then. Just a fun yeah. one just to fuck around and just yeah. uh, try and write something that's, uh, you know, it could maybe work on TV. Like, I'd watch that. I don't know. I don't know anyone else. But... Well, that's. That's the thing about, we've talked about this too, about the variety of everything. You know, we don't, yeah. all of our bookings aren't the same thing all every week because you, number one, nobody will listen to the show. But number two, <laughs> like if you're making your own episodic TV show, you have to keep things fresh and you have to keep yes. trying stuff. And you yes. can't do like the gritty, hard, you know, rough, you know, fighting yeah. stuff all the time. You need, you the, the problem the WWE has, it doesn't have a very good balance yes. between the two. But what you want to do is have some lighthearted, fun stuff. And then also have the gritty, like, the main event should be like, fucking, yeah, real fucking, st- but then there's room on the undercard for shenanigans and stuff like this, you know? So, yeah, ex- yeah exactly. It's, it's, a, the fun. it's a variety show. I'm making k the variety show as well. So, um, but yeah, all right. Um, I think it's time for a game. Let, hopefully it's not a game of who's a zombie. Yeah, because zombie trumps all, remember that? This, yeah, exactly. How, how right. could you win? Let's go into a, a fun game of Kayfabe Tombola.
Hey folks, very quickly before we jump into Kayfabe Tambola, if you enjoyed that episode and want to support our show as well as getting something back in return, we do have our Patreon page live at patreon.com forward slash making kayfabe. On the lower £5 tier, you can get access to six exclusive top quality making kayfabe rebookings, including bookings of Samoa Joe, Brock Lesnar, Billy Kay, Mr McMahon... On the tiers, we've got fun little spin-off shows of Making Kayfabe, and uh, yeah, we just love, love our little community growing over there. So if you want to help us out, throw us a buck, um, check out those exclusive episodes, then come and join us at patreon.com forward slash Making Kayfabe. We'd love to see you there. So it's time for Kayfabe Tombola, and I know what you're thinking. Hey Bryce, we just did a half hour long Kayfabe Tombola, <laughs> I hear you, <laughs> but wow. don't worry about it, here comes another yeah, I was just about to say that. We're going to do it all. <laughs> We're on the same page, you know? On the same page, on the same page. But Kayfabe's on Bola. If this is your first time listening to Making Kayfabe, then fucking good on you for choosing you the Zombie Lumberjack episode. episode. to start with, yeah. <laughs> you, you could have chosen Bret Hart. You could have chosen John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> you could have chose <laughs> Kurt Angle. <laughs> but you chose the Zombie episode. Fair play to you, you brother. You chose the second Zombie episode. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Not even the original zombie episode. Not even the original zombie. Not even the OGZ. <laughs> <laughs> but here's what K Fifth Bola is briefly. So K Fifth Bola, it's a little game we play at the end of each episode where one member of our community sends us four random wrestlers numbered one to four and four random scenarios lettered A to D. And the co-host for the episode, which is Dylan today. We'll have to randomly choose a number letter combination, like a 1A or a 3D, and then he'll have 60 seconds to spin the greatest wrestling storyline of all time with the choices he's been given. Last week, for example, we found out how the boogeyman was Dominic Mysterio's real father all along. <laughs> so, this week's Tombola comes from Sky on Twitter. Um, they've requested they, they've requested for us to not say their, their user tag, but they want us to plug the forum at uh, wrestlingsmarks.com uh, which has the tagline, the only growing forum there is. So there you go, folks. If you want somewhere cool to discuss wrestling, go to wrestlingsmarks.com, the only growing forum there is. Make and sure you go there and make a, a forum post all about making kayfabe. Mm, exactly. On every forum. Every forum post. Don't actually. Um, because because they're growing. They're only forum that grows. So we need to help them grow yeah. with uh, talking about making kayfabe. Yeah, talking about zombies. Yeah, exactly. So, Sky has submitted four wrestlers and four scenarios. And and Sky, I, I'm sorry, mate, but I did have to change one of these scenarios slightly, um, just to keep things relatively PG here in the show. Um, <laughs> so, see, see if you can guess I'm which gonna, one okay. I changed, Dylan. But, yeah, <laughs> okay. But anyway, your your finest number letter combination, my friend. Um, but by the way, like the, the rest are really good scenarios. By the way, there's just one I had to change. Um, okay. The other three are funny as fuck. I think you'll like them. But yeah, go ahead. Give me your number letter combination. Well, you know, I'm going to go for the old classic. My favorite tag team, the Dolly Boys. We're going 3D. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, were you like, were you like where, what the hell has the Dudley Boys got to do with 1A? <laughs> <laughs> 4B? What? Dudley's what? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> All right. Free chose 3D. Do you want to know who you could have had? Yes, please. You could have had Ashley Massaro. Oh. Didn't she die? Oh, shit, she did, didn't she? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, that's like a couple of years ago now, eh? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's but sad. I didn't, oh. get, I didn't get her, so... Yeah, you dodge, didn't get her. So, that bullet. Yeah, thank God. Bloody hell. Um, yeah, that's a shame. If you're uh, going to read me a list of, like, dead people... <laughs> <laughs> 
I really uh, hope that that's what it is. And one of the scenarios is it's bitten by the Miz and turns into a zombie. I'm like, I can, <laughs> I, I know how to do this. <laughs> All right, you could have had Eva Marie. Is she okay? She's alive. Yes, yes. <laughs> you could have had Kaylee Kelly. Okay. But you know who you got? Victoria. See if you remember this one. You, no, you got Jackie Gaeta. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So, there you go. Uh, so, <laughs> so you could have had, so for, for scenarios, now these are, these are good scenarios. You could have had Jackie Gaeta adopts the gimmick of a no gimmicks needed highly skilled wrestler despite not being so great in ring. Okay. That could have been funny, because remember the tag team match, Jackie Gator, Trish Stratus, Bradshaw, and somebody else, can't remember who. But, uh, I believe you're talking about the four-star classic. Uh, oh yeah, of course, yeah, the five-star classic, if anything. Well, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't perfect, but they did the best they could, four stars. Who was, who was the other guy? I can't remember that. The, uh, Zombie Miz. Right, okay, it was Zombie Miz. Um, so you didn't get that. Um, you could have had, I like how this one's worded, Jackie Gaeta drives a 4x4 to the ring, which causes success as well as tragedy. <laughs> wow, yes, I do love that one. Yeah. I love the ones where there's a lot of mystery as to what yeah. you can do with what it. What's the tragedy? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, well, what's, yeah, oh boy. Like, that that kind of stuff you can have a lot of fun with, you know? Mm. Uh, you could have had uh, Jackie Gaeta is the catalyst for the formation of a deathmatch division in the WWE. <laughs> wow. I yep. think I think that one I would have had the most fun with. <laughs> well, you not heard it. I, I don't know what I've got, though. I don't know what the last one is. Well, um, I'm, I'm going to have to um, uh, kind of do some spoilers here because this is the one I didn't have to change. Uh, so <laughs> you got Jackie Gaeta becomes romantically involved with the world's largest love machine, Viscera. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Viscera wins! That, that's not real, is it? It's real. That, that's the one I had to change. Yeah, So I had to put Viscera in there. <laughs> why, why did you put Viscera in there? Who, who, what did you change? Um... I can't really say. Um, but Visser is dead. How is this going to work? Well, Jackie Gaeta was around when Visser was around, so... Okay. In 2005, 2006. Yeah, like Jackie Gaeta was hanging out with Charlie Hawes, right? Yeah, so Jackie Gaeta gets romantically involved with Viscera. Is that... Is that... No, no, you're, you're wrong. You're wrong. She gets involved with the world's largest love machine, Viscera. Oh, okay, yes. The world's largest love machine. Viscera, yes. Yes. Say it right, <laughs> damn it! <laughs> Well, was he Big Daddy V then? You know what I mean? Oh, was no, he wasn't. He was the world's largest love machine. He was wearing his fucking pajamas and stuff. Right. But he was still called Viscera, which is a horrible name for a love <laughs> it's, it's, like the, it's like the worst name for something romantic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> want to get, get hot and heavy with me? Viscera? <laughs> <laughs> which li- literally means like blood and guts, doesn't it? It's like your yeah, organs. Yeah, it's like right? your insides. Who <laughs> like, uh, wants oh, to... Man. Okay. So Jackie Gaeta gets romantically involved with the world's largest love machine, Viscera. That's right. That's exactly right. And you know what, my friends? Are you ready to go? Because I've got 60 seconds ready in the clock. I mean, I miss, I mean, yeah, the storyline pretty much writes itself, right? Yeah, exactly. That, that is the storyline. So, all right. Dylan, you've got 60 seconds, my Can friend. Just... Tell me. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make something very clear right off the bat. Yep. Because you said, oh, Jackie Gaeta used to be around when Viscera was around, right? 
Yeah, sure was. So, it, so it, 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 it can be from like any kind of time period. Of course, yeah. It doesn't have to be right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're both in WWE, like around 2004, 2007 yeah. kind of time. So, yeah. Okay. Dylan, you have 60 seconds, my friend, to tell me all about how Jackie Gaeta becomes romantically involved with the world's largest love machine, Viscera. You're going to tell me all about that in three, two, one. Give me that Viscera. Okay, so really, this takes place right now. Jackie Gaeta was like, I really <laughs> miss Viscera. He was my best friend in 2004, but I miss him. I'd love to get romantically involved with him somehow so she gets a ouija board and she does a seance oh, right? no, and she's, no, we she's like she says hey viscera do you love me yes no and then the needle turns to yes and jackie is like oh my goodness i got such a crush on viscera and maybe he likes me as well maybe i could i could get romantically involved with his ghost i suppose like the <laughs> film ghost um, so, the, the, for a couple of months now, she does this thing with the, the, the Ouija board and tries to talk to the ghost of Viscera. But then it turns out, because this is pro wrestling and everything's a swerve, um, it wasn't really... The Ouija board wasn't... It, you know, obviously it's not real. Because fucking... She's already <laughs> talking to Viscera's ghost. But it was all a ploy. It was all a sneaky ploy by her, her evil nemesis. Who I guess would be Trish Stratus at the. I don't know who Jackie Gaeta's <laughs> nemesis would be. Um, oh. <laughs> Keep going. I need, to know what, I need to know how this turns out. Oh, well, Trish like kicks her in the face. Okay, <laughs> right, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so, like, yeah, Ouija board. That, like, it's gonna be, once I established she was dead, I'm like, oh, she's going to talk to him on the Ouija board. This is yeah. perfect. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? You booked a guy who made other people into zombies. <laughs> I did. I did. You're right. Like, if anything, that, that's much better. Yeah. Using a Ouija board to talk to Viscera. Yeah. You would do that if you had the chance. <laughs> I would, actually. That would be the first thing I would do. If anything. <laughs> uh, have you ever played with a Ouija board? <laughs> no, I've not. Have you? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You can you buy one. I bought, I bought my friend one for Christmas one year. <laughs> How'd that go? Really cool. Hmm. Yeah, um, they don't work. <laughs> no, not, I mean, not it like in the movies. It, it depends. You can make you, you can make them work. You mm. know what I mean? If you got a, a bunch of your friends over and you got a Ouija board, you can you can make it seem like the spirits are talking to you. You could probably nice. freak people out with it. You know what I mean? But yeah, I don't know if you can actually talk to Viscera with it. So right. Well, I'm not interested then. So that, that's all I want to know. I mean, no. I'm all I'm saying is, if you were really that dedicated, you'd be willing to give it a shot. But. Mm. Hey, mm. next time you're over, we'll we'll crack out the Ouija board, get a couple of beers, and we'll just try to talk to Viscera. That's a good idea. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll that's, record it for for our KFA community. Yeah, that's <laughs> the live show. We'll do a live show where we do a live seance and try to yeah. get to talk to Viscera. Specifically, Viscera. Yeah. Yes. Nobody else. If we get any nope. of the other dead wrestlers. Missions failed. We failed it. We fucked it up. <laughs> it can only be Viscera. I don't want to talk to the British Bulldog right now. I want to talk to Viscera. <laughs> get, get the fuck out of here, Davy. Get the sheep. What the fuck? Try to talk to. I don't want to talk to Andre the Giant. We're talking to Viscera. <laughs> Fucking move out the way, Andre. You're you're standing in front of Viscera. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, thanks that for that, Sky. Um, Sky, thank you very much for those. Yeah, that was a fun tumbola. Check, check out. Uh, remember to check out the WrestlingSmartWorks.com forum, listeners and uh, folks. If you're listening to this, we need your kayfabe tumbolas because I'm pretty sure that was one of the last ones of our current batch, and we haven't had a proper, a proper drive for them in a while. So if you're listening to this show, 
and you want to save me next week from one of Dylan's Timbolas, um, ah. you know, uh, you know, if you want one of your one of your Timbolas featured on the show this season, then send us a DM on Twitter, folks, or Instagram at Making Kayfabe at Making Kayfabe, or email us at Making Kayfabe at gmail.com. All we need is four random names, four random scenarios, and we'll do the rest. Well, that was undoubtedly a fantasy booking of the Zombie Lumberjack match and beyond. And K-Fabers, we hope you enjoyed the show. I bloody enjoyed writing that and uh, I bloody enjoyed recording it with you as well, Dale, my friends. So, folks, we never say no to a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to us on. It's something that takes 30 seconds of your time and does a huge amount for us getting our show out there in the big bad podcast charts ruled by the podfather Conrad Thompson and his, and his 50 fucking podcasts. We'll get this him. Week- we'll get oh. him. We'll get him, we'll, we'll get him, like, definitely we're going to get him, but he, he's literally like, top 10, because he's got shows like Kurt Angle, he's got uh, Bruce Pritchard, he's got Jeff Jarrett, he's got like um, uh, yeah. Chris Hero. All, yeah, yeah, aha, he's got all the guests, but we have yeah. something that he doesn't have, a Ouija board and a direct access to Viscera, baby! <laughs> exactly! <laughs> uh, that'll be busting seats. But this week, actually, on the on the charts, um, we actually placed ahead of Vince Russo in the Apple charts, right. uh, literally thanks to your reviews, folks. So if you haven't left one yet, please do so. It's huge for us. Come check out the fun at Making Kayfabe on Twitter and Instagram. We're always posting stuff over there and engaging with the community. We've just spent uh, an hour and a half talking to you. Now it's your turn to talk to us and tell us what you thought about today's episode. And speaking of community, you can come and join our Kayfabe community if you want over at patreon.com forward slash Making Kayfabe. As we said earlier, we've got fucking hours and hours of exclusive content over at Patreon. Stuff that you won't hear anywhere else, and you can unlock that for just five quid or seven US dollars. What a bargain. Anyway, Dylan, you're back in the hot seat next week, and um, look, I know what you've got coming next week. Uh, it's a very interesting one. Um, so, do you have any clues for the listeners which aren't about, you know, your episode featuring Roman Reigns as a car or um, the other one? The other, I can't yeah, remember. whatever the other shit was. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, What's well, coming next week, Scotty to zombie. Oh, Scotty to zombie. It's got zombie yeah. to hottie. Yeah. He, he drives the car. He's an OG zombie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you do know what's what's coming next. I think you do know. Um, I think I know. I think so. Maybe I should keep it secret like he did today. <laughs> I mean, obviously not because you, you already know what it is. In a previous season, I think it was was it the first season? I rebooked the entire an entire division. Second season. Second season. Well, and it was very, very, very early. Very early in the second season. Yeah. yeah, very early in the second season. I did uh, I did an entire division. It was the AEW women's division right when they started. And, mm. you know, all that has gone to my head. And I thought, you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> I'm going to rebook another entire division. I'm going to do a really fucking good job of it. And everybody's going to say I did it. I was a good boy. And they're going to give me sweets. Yes. So I'm going to be rebooking an entire division next week. Try to guess which division I'm going to be rebooking. Spoiler alert, it's not going to be the AEW Women's Division. I've already done that. I'll probably have to do it again in the future <laughs> because they aren't listening. The AEW Women's is not bad now. It's, it's definitely improves. I feel like now that they're about to go on the road again, things have... Mm. Like, I feel like the whole... The poor Hikaru Shida, I feel like she was just kind of a stopgap champion until Britt Baker yeah. was ready to go. And I, I think- wish... I just wish they'd done more with her. Like, again, that's another thing you could, I could totally rebook. The Hikaru Shida mm. stuff. I would love to do that. But yeah. that's much further ahead in the future. Next yes. week, it's going to be a different division. So you guys get your thinking caps on and try to guess. Not the zombie division. 
I was, I was literally going to make that joke. <laughs> At the zombie division. The WWE zombie division. Give him, to, give him, give him two years. <laughs> Guarantee it will happen. Yeah. All right, folks, you've got that to look forward to. And uh, as always, we'll still be we'll be sticking up the guessing game on Twitter on Tuesday evening. And that's everything for now. So hope you enjoyed the episode. If you enjoyed it, please leave a cheeky review and take care. Go straight to fucking Mars and always be kayfabing. See you later, folks. Goodbye.